Good afternoon and welcome to uh, the second in the series of Seriously Simple T4 Training Podcasts. I'm your host, Lee Axon. I'd love to say I'm in sunny Antalya, Turkey, but instead I'm in uh, gloomy, wet uh, Sunland. However, in about six hours, I will be in sunny Turkey. So I hope when you're when I'm away, uh, the weather is uh, good for you. It's going to be good for me. Listen, thanks very much for people who listened last week. Uh, I got a really, really good response. Uh, people who, you know, I've probably not really spoken to, to be honest, in the gym, coming up to me and saying, listen, I'll listen to your podcast. And I got various uh, messages uh, on different social media. People saying they enjoyed it. So that's good. I've uh, got quite a few subscribers on there now. So hopefully somebody uh, out there got something from it. If you missed the download last week, you can get it from iTunes. If you just search T4 Training, uh, if you're on an iPhone, you've also got your podcast app. So you can press there and just search it straight away. So you know you don't need to download iTunes necessarily. Or if uh, you're absolutely against Apple, uh, you can go onto the website t4training.co.uk and uh, on the menu screen there is a section called Podcast, and you can listen to the podcast on there. Uh, last week, I uh, just told you a little bit about me, and uh, we spoke about protein and had a gym rant. So, excuse me, I'm fighting a little bit of uh, dryness in the throat due to the pollen count. Uh, this week, what I want to chat to you uh, about on, uh, in a seriously simple way uh, is about supplements. Uh, it's about uh, quite a buzz diet at the moment, which is the keto diet. And also, I've got something on the, the gym rant front uh, I want to get into. So let's kick off uh, with supplements. Uh, again, very, very popular subject. Certainly in gyms, no matter what gym you go to, there's always a range of supplements. Open any fitness magazine, whether that's be a, a running fitness magazine, any type of bodybuilding magazine. Uh, half of the magazine is generally dedicated to supplements. Go on any um, page, any YouTube page, any any website, that's supplements, supplements, supplement. It's a, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Uh, so people's making a lot of money from it. But I suppose the question is, do you need supplements? So that's what I want to try and answer for you today. So, um, you know, from a training perspective, the number one source uh, of supplement you should be going to for your energy and for your essential mineral minerals, sorry, and proteins and fats and, and any carbohydrates is food. You can't get away from food. And it really boils my piss when, you know, I'm talking to people and I ask them, you know, what have you had before training? And they'll go something like a, a Belvita biscuit. Next time you're at the supermarket or next time you go to grab your Belvita biscuit, no disrespect to uh, the company that make Belvita, I don't want to be sued, uh, have a look at the ingredients. Have a look on this side, you'd be shocked what's in them. Okay, that's not food. When we're talking food, we're talking about your, your fibrous greens, your clean carbohydrates, which we spoke about last week, and your proteins. However, there is always a, a need for some supplements, and supplements are just that. They are something to supplement your food intake, not to replace it, okay? And these are the main supplements which I want to talk about today. Um, the, the, some of them are quite important. In a few of them, I think they're just a little bit buzzy. So we've got protein, We've got creatine, we've got amino acids, 
which you might also have seen as BCAA, branched chain, branched chain amino acids, and also very popular one at the moment, which does my head in, which is pre-workout. So let's talk about protein. Protein powder. Should I take protein powder, Lee? Which is the best protein powder to take? What does Nisha take? I think protein powder is really an essential supplement, uh, but it's like anything, it can be abused. People can sort of try and live on it and replace meals with it. And I do say that, you know, rather than potentially miss a meal opportunity, if you can take, a, you know, a protein uh, drink ready or some powder in a, in a canister ready and have as a replacement because you physically can't get to a meal, then absolutely fine. However, really, a protein drink should only be taken uh, on a training day. Everything else should surround food. So you've got different types of protein. You've got whey protein. You've got protein isolate. And you've also got uh, like a soy and a, and a, and a casein and a, a vegan-style protein. So the protein, the main protein which uh, you know athletes in the world uh, drink is a, is a whey protein. If you remember the old nursery rhyme, if you're old enough, like me, curds and whey, uh, whey protein is a, a dairy product. It's derivative from dairy. The problem that you have with whey protein, as a couple of my clients have, is that if you have slight lactose intolerance, uh, lactose also being a derivative of the dairy uh, family, uh, whey protein is not going to agree with you. And uh, you might get bloated, you might get stomach cramps, um, things like that. So your alternative there is to go with a vegan-style protein, like a pea protein or a soy protein. You don't always get the greatest bang for your buck. You certainly don't taste as well, but that is an alternative. If you do have a few extra quid to spare, pounds to spare, sorry for those who don't speak native Geordie, um, then a protein isolate is your uh, sort of go-to. An isolate, as in isolation, uh, means that they really extract the protein from the whey as best as they can. It's not 100% lactose free, but it's pretty much there. Uh, but it, you know, like anything, same as organic foods, you know, the healthier something is, unfortunately the food industry uh, decides it needs to be more expensive. So look to pay probably between five and 10 pounds more for your tubs of isolate. Uh, you generally get a couple of grams of protein extra per serving. Ultimately, if you can afford it, it is the better option. However, um, you know, in my mind, just going for a sort of maybe it's about 35 to 40 pounds for a two and a half kilo tub of protein is sufficient. And as I said before, you should really only be looking to take protein on a training day. There's no need to take it um, on a non-training day because you should be able to organize your life sufficiently to get your food in. So when you take protein, you would take protein within about the first 15 to 20 minutes of training. Because if you imagine you are a wet sponge when you go into your training, you uh, use all your energy in that and excrete all your sweat and, and sort of wring that sponge out through training, you're now a dry sponge at the end. And the easiest way to sort of re recharge the muscles and start that uh, muscle building effect is to get protein as quick as possible. And by getting it in a, from a drink source, it's assimilated straight into the body. Okay? It doesn't really need to be broken down. The problem with uh, not doing that and then waiting, uh, maybe it's up to an hour, as a lot of people do, they go and shower and then they sit down to a meal, is you've missed that, what we call an anabolic window. You've missed that opportunity to refeed the muscles when it needs it most, okay? And if you miss that, what will happen is your body will effectively look for a protein source and it will cannibalize itself. 
So any work you've done in the gym, potentially you're undoing by not getting protein in immediately. The other reason you wouldn't take a, a, a food on board rather than a drink is because the body can only break down eight grams of protein per hour. And really you should be looking to ingest around about sort of 20 to 25 grams of protein immediately. And like I say, the quickest way to get that is in a drink. So is protein supplements a good idea? Get a thumbs up from the axe dog. Um, so get some protein. I actually get a good deal on it myself. So if you're interested, let me know. Okay, the next thing we've got is creatine. Um, I remember the first time I took creatine, which is about 2002, and I, uh, I shit you not, seven days later, you know, looking in the mirror, the gains I made were fantastic. Creatine is so important, not just for women, for athletes in general, but certainly, you know, for men who's looking to put some size on quite quickly. So what is creatine? Well, you get creatine in a tub, you can get it uh, flavorless. Or you can get it flavoured. It comes in a, a very fine powder. You basically mix it into a you know a tall glass of water or a good sized beaker. And mix it up, drink it. Now, what creatine is? It's an energy source. Creatine phosphate is actually already produced in your body. It's produced in your liver, and it's one of the uh, the multiple energy sources which our body calls upon. But it's used for explosive power. It's used for short bursts of energy requirement. So if you can imagine um, like a sprinter, for example, or powerlifters, they uh, tap into the creatine source quite effectively because they need that sudden burst of energy. The problem with creatine is that it runs out very, very quickly. So if we supplement our natural production of creatine with a, a creatine source, we're basically providing the body with a further energy resource to call upon for a longer duration of time. And the way you take creatine is you take it four times a day for four days. That's called a loading phase, and it's like a five milligram scoop. You get it in the actual uh, canister. So morning, night, before training, after training. Then after four to five days, uh, you just take it once before training and then once after training. And if you get the flavorless one, you can mix it within your protein shake, and you don't even know it's there. The problem with the flavoured ones, it means you've got to, you know, digest two separate drinks and, you know, you can feel a little bit bloated with all that liquid. <clears throat> creatine is incredibly important. Um, the other thing creatine does is it sucks water uh, into the, the muscles and it volumizes the muscles. So the way I like to explain it to people is if you imagine your muscle cells and you've got billions of them, okay, if you imagine your muscle cells are like a balloon, but the balloon hasn't been inflated yet. What creatine does, it sucks in water from the digestive system and it blows air, it blows water into these muscle cells and it volumizes them. So what that does is just creates a greater shape, a greater size of the muscle, and it's that circle of life. So the bigger the muscle is, the more weight you can uh, handle through training. If you're handling more weight, you're putting more stress on the muscle fibers, that means more muscle fibers are having to be recruited, which means more muscle fibers are being broken down. If you're getting your food in and your protein in, more muscle fibers are being repaired, and then more muscle fibers on top are being uh, created to uh, provide extra strength. And that's how muscles grow, as we spoke about last week. So creatine is a, it's a fantastic supplement. I cannot uh, emphasize how important creatine is. The one disclaimer that you need to know about creatine is you do need to take in probably a good 50% uh, greater water volume than you do per normal. Some people don't agree with creatine, they get stomach cramps, that's because they haven't um, increased the amount of water 
which they take when they're on creatine. So absolute thumbs up to creatine. Next one, amino acids or branched chain, branched chain amino acids, uh, also known as um, essential uh, amino acids. So what is an amino acid? So uh, the branched chain amino acids are made up of three essential aminos. There's leucine, which is the most important one, that, that triggers protein synthesis. Okay, that's the most important one. You've got isoleucine and you've got valine. And these are all essential because the body is only able to make them out of the other amino acids. And it's about, I think it's 14 or 15 that the scientists have found in the body. So uh, because it's unable to make them, it means that they must be ingested through food or supplements. And branched chain amino acids make up about 40% of your daily requirement. Um, so this really does indicate their importance. Now, what do branched chain amino acids do? As I mentioned before, leucine is the most important one, but the three of them trigger protein synthesis and they inhibit the breakdown of muscle cells. So what does that mean in plain, um, seriously simple T4 training talk? What it means is, is that it will click on the body's um, go switch to start rebuilding muscle fibers quicker than it would normally. That is essentially it. Okay, it flicks that switch, and as soon as that, uh, that, that leucine is taken on board, the body says, right, I'm going to start building muscle. And also what it does is it prevents the degradation of muscle as well over a period of time in between you taking in nutrition. So does that mean you should suck a, suck, suck, drink down uh, amino acid drinks all day? Absolutely not. The downside of the amino acid drinks is they taste great. Why do they taste great? Because they're very sugary. And like any uh, excess sugar, if it's it's a carbohydrate, if it's not burnt off, it will turn to fat. Do I recommend branched chain amino acids? Absolutely. I only recommend them though pretty much through your training, okay, as your training drink. That keeps the muscle synthesis uh, switch, switched on and uh, it stops too much degradation. It's a massive industry, branched chain amino acids. There's loads of different flavors and lots of different prices. Again, you don't need to go crazy. I do recommend them, uh, but again, I only recommend them for uh, drinks while you're training. Okay, and finally, we are left with, uh, where are we on my list? Pre-workout. Okay, so pre-workout, um, I, well, I'll tell you straight away, it doesn't get my thumbs up. Okay, I don't take a pre-workout at all. Um, I sometimes do take something before training, but I'll come on that in a moment. What is pre-workout? Pre-workout is a license to make money for the industry. What pre-workout is a stimulant, pretty much. That's what it does. It stimulates the body in the same way that an energy drink does, or caffeine does, and it gives you that spike of you know alertness and awareness, and it makes you ready. And you'll see lots of adverts, you know, people jacked up and all crazy names. Um, that entice its marketing at the end of the day. Does it have a benefit? Well, you know, if we are more alert, you know, we are a little bit more trigger happy in the gym, then yeah, you, you probably are potentially going to have a bit more of an energetic workout. But it's a stimulant at the end of the day. And what happens when we digest stimulants or medication like paracetamol or anything like that? After a short period of time, you get used to it. So what do you do? Well, you have to have more pre-workout or you have to have a stronger pre-workout. Pretty soon, you're spending a lot of money monthly 
uh, on this sort of addiction that you uh, it has convinced you you cannot have a good workout unless you get your pre-workout. I've seen people walking around gyms at a million miles an hour. I've got to have me pre-workout. Oh, I need me pre-workout. No, I'll tell you what you need. Firstly, you need to focus and come into the gym with the right positive mental attitude that you're here to train. That's the first thing that you need to do. The second thing you need to do is you need to have rested properly, getting a good night's sleep. Possibly had a 10-minute power nap before you've come to the gym. So you need to come with a body prepared, okay? The third thing that you need to do as well is if you must have, you know, something, just have a little uh, quick shot of coffee. You know, that's the maximum which Nisha and I do, you know, where they don't have a little shot of coffee like an espresso or we just come in and we train them a great workout because we've got a great attitude to working out. Um, we're not addicted to any pre-workout. We're not throwing 40 and 50 pound away on pre-workouts and that. We can come in and we know that our body's ready to explode with the weight and we're going to have a fantastic workout. So when it comes to pre-workout, it doesn't get the thumbs up. And honestly, this is I get this question so many times. Do you recommend this pre-workout? What do you think of this pre-workout? And I tell them exactly the same stories I've told you. So what we covered there, guys, we covered supplements. We've covered the importance of food. We've covered protein, the different types of it. We've covered creatine and the importance of it and what it does. Amino acids, what that does. And pre-workout, what that is. And, and I just think it's an absolute uh, rip-off. So there you go. I hope you're getting something from that. Okay, so what's next on the list? Uh, keto diet. Okay, ketogenesis, the ketogenic diet. We could go on and on and on about the keto diet. Uh, I think it's a it's fantastic if I'm honest with you um, there's a lot of science behind it but it, because it's uh, you know meant to be seriously simple and um, I just break down the keto diet for you so you've got a little bit more of an understanding for it so why is keto diet sort of um, you know being spoken about at the moment um, I think from my perspective quite simply because it, it's getting a lot of publicity it, it's a diet that works and, you know, as you know, people are always looking for the latest quick fix or possibly a fad rather than looking for a sustainable way of uh, finding good positive nutrition through life. So what the keto diet does, what the ketogenic diet does is, is effectively it switches your brain's requirement of what it needs uh, as a fuel source. And traditionally, in that you get your fuel source through sugar and carbohydrates and stuff. And, and we don't need carbohydrates essentially um, to keep the body running if we switch the brain into ketosis. What the keto diet is, is you eating a diet of no carbohydrates, certainly less than 40 grams of carbohydrates, good quality fats, such as your fats you get from essential uh, fatty acids like your fish and your salmon, uh, your eggs, uh, your nuts, that sort of thing, and your clean protein sources such as, again, your fish, your white uh, chicken, your white poultry, uh, that sort of thing. Um, we're looking for zero fibrous intake to be fully in ketosis. That means no greens. So it would just be protein and essential fats. However, 
the dye which I'm on is very close to keto, okay, and that is very, very low carbs. So my diet is less than 40 grams of carbs a day, okay. So what you need to do to switch your body into ketosis, okay, is for a 72-hour period, okay, is to um, have less than 40 grams of carbohydrates a day. And your carbohydrates, those carbohydrates, would just come from a secondary source such as green vegetables, okay? So your greens, your broccoli, your fibrous greens, because there is some carbohydrates in there. So you don't have any carbs at all, okay? You don't have any oats, you don't have any rice, you don't have nothing. You've got to do this for 72 hours, that's three days. And what happens after 72 hours the brain stops relying and looking for carbohydrates and sugar as an energy source. It effectively flicks a switch and it says, right, I'm going to use fat now as an energy source. And when you get to that magic 72-hour um, sort of time frame and your body switches to fats, this is where, and this is a great diet for women, it's men as well, this is where your body will start to burn stored body fat and you'll start to, uh, you know, tighten up and lose weight effectively. Now, there was um, a, a, another diet, which you'll remember years ago, called the Atkins diet. And the Atkins diet, uh, by comparison, was quite similar. It was no carbs, uh, it was protein and fats. However, the problem with the Atkins diet was there was no regulation for what type of protein and what type of fat you should have, and certainly no regulation for the protein limits. So what people were doing, they were eating things like bacon, sausage, butter, cheese, and cream, all the wrong sorts of things. So they were putting the body under high cholesterol, uh, in, you know, in, in a danger zone. Yes, they were losing weight, but they were, as soon as they were coming, you know, as soon as they were stopping that food, the weight was piling back on and they had massive stores of body fat. Uh, the wrong type of body fat. So the Atkins diet w w was no good. It wasn't sustainable. Ketogenic diet works for athletes, works for bodybuilders, works for everybody in that because it's designed as a, as a sports diet. So if you people that's in the gym there now that's looking to lose weight, the ketogenic diet is absolutely spot on for you. So you just drop your carbs completely, okay, or certainly less than 40 grams of carbs if you're, you're just new to it for 72 hours. Basically, your body switches from looking to sugar and carbohydrate as an energy source, and your brain functions purely on using fat as an energy source. And it burns through body fat very, very quickly. So as long as you're keeping your protein high and your good source of essential fats uh, high, you don't actually cannibalize the muscle, so you can still build muscle, okay? So remember, carbohydrates are, are not needed to build muscle, okay? In the way you, you know you need to look at it, if, if you want your car to go faster, okay, you don't put more uh, petrol into uh, the fuel tank, okay. It doesn't matter how much petrol you put in your fuel tank, the car's not going to go faster, okay. And that's the same with carbs. A lot of people think, well, I need to, I need to put some size on. This is the guys, obviously not the women. I need to put size on, so I'm going to up my carbs and stuff. And actually, what happens is they just end up looking fat and bloated but they claim it's that bulk in the season, okay? If you actually want your engine to go faster, you need to give it more horsepower, okay? You need to tune the engine. And the way we do that with our body and our muscles is by providing a better and a higher source of protein and essential fats, okay? 
We don't need to give the body more carbs in order to build muscle because carbs aren't anabolic, okay? Carbohydrates don't build muscle. They're just a fuel source, okay? So if we drop carbs out, the body changes its requirement of a fuel source to fat. That is ketosis, okay? That is the ketogenic diet defined. Any questions on that, obviously, you know, you can grab me in the gym or you can send me a message at info at t4training.co.uk. And don't forget, uh, Nisha and I have a nutrition plan out there, which is just super, super popular. The feedback on email and that message I've been getting about that. Um, some people can't believe the detail, simplicity, and the amount of information that I've provided there for only £20. So if you need yours, get in touch uh, through any of the social media or at info at t4training.co.uk. Okay, so the final thing that I, I want to talk about today a little bit of a gym rant, little sort of thing that uh, annoys me is your gym zombies. So what am I talking about in a gym zombie? I'm talking about these people which just hover around on their mobile phones, sitting on machines, sitting on benches, lost in their own world, not putting any effort into what they're doing, and basically taking up valuable oxygen from people on the earth who need it. What is going on? Mobile phones drive no intensity at all. And I'm not talking about, you know, having a mobile phone because it's your music source or you've got that as sort of your, your beep test or, you know, you've got it as your, um, you know, your 20 seconds work, 10 seconds rest where it's telling you what to do. I, that, that's fine. I, I get that. What I'm talking is about your people that just wander around aimlessly and, you know, you look over your shoulder, over the shoulder, so you see them on Facebook, on Instagram. What's the point? It winds me up insanely. <coughs> Excuse me. And these are the people who complain, don't get anywhere in the gym, they feel lost, they, they don't know what to do, they're a bit stuck. And they, they go out the gym as if, you know, they haven't even, you know, broken a sweat because there's no intensity the more focused on getting thumbs ups and likes and seeing what other people are doing rather than getting the job done. <laughs> Generally the same sort of people that wear the 100% or nothing t-shirts or all the branded stuff um, and you know, God, I've got to bring this new one up as well. What is going on with people wearing uh, their big wireless cans on top of their snapbacks, not even on their ears, so they're wearing them as if they're a pair of sunglasses. Crazy, man. Crazy. You need to drive yourself with intensity. Anyway, that's that's my little gym rant. Right, so I've enjoyed today. This is... Uh, uh, I had to get this done. I didn't feel I could go and get a golden tan uh, being abroad. No, no, I didn't have this done. So, yeah, we're going to Antalya. We're going to Turkey. Um, there's a, a gym, basically, within the... the uh, the hotel so I'll be training every day and so Nisha train for about 20 minutes when we're abroad and uh, probably about a, a couple of 20 minutes swims during the day as well total body workout a couple of good walks yeah we'll be having you know some relaxing time uh, but constantly be thinking about you know keeping the, the body running and as optimum as possible we're not one of these people that just works out works out works out goes on a two-week break and a bender comes back you'll not see us on facebook saying we feel bloated or oh, what have i done i've put nine pounds on if you're interested in your body guys you're interested in your body 
Okay, so that's me signing out. Uh, Seriously Simple T4 Training Podcast 2 done. Stay safe. Do some good training. Uh, Sign up for your nutrition plan. And uh, don't forget, if you need anything, get in touch. Uh, Ultimately, we're personal trainers or, as we've been told now, we're performance coaches. And uh, we actually give a shit. Okay. Have a nice time. Speak to you soon. Take care.